Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wake up in the morning, feeling good, feeling good, yeah, I'm feeling on it. Shouting out to all the bros that be getting money. Always working for the bad, you can take it from me. We on it, we on it. Tell us why we on it. Dance around all of these haters, hit the doggy on them. Hit the high step, damn, then we dunking on them. I got the moves, I got the moves, but I ain't big shunning. Yeah, yeah. We don't do no bad vibes. Pull it up, we gon' have a good time, yeah. Grab a bottle, put some handy in your. Alright, welcome back to the Always High Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Penzone, and uh, today we have a special guest this week. He's very new to Tucson comedy. Uh, he's from the East Coast. He has a great I don't know, uh, Instagram reel, um, <laughs> a lot of comedy bits. Uh, give it up for Kelvin Garcia. What's up, everybody? How we doing? Woo. Happy to be here. Thank you for having me, Justin. Oh, yeah, dude. No problem. Like, just trying to get comedians to come on this, like, is just a hassle in itself, TVH. So thanks really? for doing this. Not really, no. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I feel like, especially when they... Like, a lot of times when you get brought up on stage, they mention the podcast. Oh, yeah. So I feel like for newer comics, coming into it and hearing that, they're like, oh, I got to talk to this guy automatically. Because they're not thinking, yo, I'm trying to do shows. Mm-hmm. They're also like, yo, like, I'm trying to go on a podcast. And if I do a podcast, I'm going to blow up or this or that. You oh, know what for I mean? real? I mean, at least that's how I feel. Like, a newer comic would have that type of mentality or whatever. I don't know. I, I feel like, especially when it's announced they might think like, oh shit, like I gotta get on that podcast, you know? So I, I would feel like you would get mad heads like, yo, put me on your podcast, when can I be on your podcast, yeah, you know? I kinda do, and I just took a dab to, like, <laughs> I don't know if Kelvin, you, 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 you like, like you said, like, you, you've been announced at open mics and stuff like that, we smoke weed on this podcast. Nope, <laughs> I'm with it. But, um, nah, dude, like, I didn't. I don't know, because, like, this is, like, a smaller one. Like, you're, you're, like, episode... I think you're, like, the 17th, like, only episode. So, it's just, like... Gotcha. So, I just have them plug it to be, like, yo, just spread the word. But, like... Bro, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I was, like, uh, Connor and Clinton all them and, like, just put out consistently. But it's myself, so it's, like... Yeah, it's... I feel... It's, I mean, it's hard enough to get someone to listen to your podcast already. Oh, yeah. And, like, when it's just one person, it's, like... Dang, I don't want to hear this dude just... Yeah, talk to himself you mm-hmm. know what I mean yeah so you know the getting people's definitely you know tougher <laughs> no but I'm trying to like trying to get like bigger name like I'm trying to get like like I'm DMing rappers and like just getting rejected <laughs> but at least I'm making the, <laughs> making the you never know you think 2000 and, and one could hit it exactly but let's go to let's go to you now because uh, you're Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, but you're from the East Coast, though, right? Yeah, from uh, I grew up in Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania? Oh, shit, dude. I grew up in Virginia. Okay. So yeah, not too far. It was like, I mean, from, I think, West Virginia, we were like seven hours. Yeah. Something like that. So not too far. Yeah. But, dude, like, what was it like growing up there? Like, is it like... It's different, man. Like, <laughs> I, I see it... Uh, like, the biggest thing that stands out to me is just kind of, like, how the culture is over there compared to here. Mm-hmm. Where, like, so like, it's crazy because I've noticed a lot of times here when a comic has a joke about the N-word mm-hmm. or, like, they want to use it, they always kind of, like, lurk out to see 
and like get acceptance of it first yeah where like if we were in pennsylvania or in new york dudes would just say it and they'll deal with the consequences later like if it was a white dude that said it or some kid just some random dude said it he'd be like hey like i'm i'm half black or whatever like yeah. you, you, you gotta say it, it first yeah, like, like or like say it just be like yo wait don't lie. <laughs> like not even that it's just <laughs> like if if you say it and then the dudes want to fight you you got to deal with the consequences because mm-hmm. like not everyone's gonna like that but I, it's just kind of like the culture where it's like it's different like it's weird like over there it feels like we kind of more so with that like puerto ricans blacks and hispanics we kind of just have this culture where we're just like we're cool with everybody you know? yeah and it feels like out here it doesn't seem like hispanics are that tight with black people out here so it just feels different i'm like damn like it just it feels awkward sometimes yeah i could i could see that honestly that that was one that like i moved here as a like like high school going into like college so like i noticed that too because i was like even in well, in Vegas, it's not that bad because, like, I'm a military brat. So, like, gotcha. I moved from, like, the East Coast to Vegas and then, like, out here. So, like, in Vegas, it's, like, it's like the East Coast out there. Like, everybody gets along with each other. Like, they ain't no, like, like shit but out here. Shit, it's different. It's weird. It's, yeah. It's weird, man. It's, like, California just, like, stretched out and, like, took over Arizona. Yeah. Like it's, like, the people are, are more laid back and mm-hmm. less. I, I mean, at least in Tucson because yeah. I've only been in Tucson. The people aren't so like as oh uh, make room for me because I'm trying to be famous or type mm. shit like in Cali. But you still kind of get that overall cultural vibe where it's like we're all kind of like we there's different types of people. Yeah. But we're all kind of we just stick to our people. Yeah. You know. Well, dude. So how long have you been out here? I've been here since first uh, first of September. So. Oh, dude. So you haven't been out here long. No, like four months four or five months something like that dude like what decided like what made you like pick up everything move from like pennsylvania to tucson just out of the so first i wanted to be somewhere that was warm okay like growing up in 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 the east coast bro i was i'm done with the fucking snow fair I'm, enough. I'm done with all that fair enough but so then after that it was i had two places in mind i had arizona Phoenix, really, to be exact. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where I wanted to go. And um, Texas. Ooh, that's a good one, too. And during quarantine, I wasn't doing much comedy, like, doing online shit, whatever. But mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? I know I want to move in a year or two. So why don't I just, like, scope out my possible location? So I joined the Facebook group for Arizona and mm-hmm. one for Texas. I'm like, all right, let's see which one's more popping, basically. Yeah. And over that those months, I analyzed, I just kept watching and seeing like Arizona was always posting shit, always mm-hmm. posting, posting. I'm like, that's where I gotta go. And it just happened that you know I ended up in Tucson because of that's where I was staying. Um, I stood in an Airbnb for two months. Mm-hmm. So the first one I was staying at one, and it was here. And I'm like, there was nothing really available in, in, up towards Phoenix. Yeah. Everything was in Tucson. I'm like, you know what? It, I was asking around. I'm like, it doesn't seem like it's that bad of a drive to Phoenix, whatever. Yeah, so it's like an hour and a half. Let's just take the this one year. We'll be in Tucson. If I gotta go up to Phoenix for whatever, I'll go. But so that's basically how I ended up here. But jeez. So wait. So you were doing comedy in Pennsylvania? Yeah. So I started in New York because I was I was in college when I started comedy, uh-huh. and I'm where I was. I was a lot closer to New York. I'm like, you know what? 
I don't know anything about Pennsylvania comedy. I would search stuff up, nothing would come. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go to the, the mouth of the beast and start in New York. So I started out there, but being that I was in college, I had two jobs in an apartment, but the money was not really nothing. there. So I would go out to New York once a week, mm-hmm. you know, once a month if I could. Um, and I did a little bit of comedy in Pennsylvania before I came out here, but that yeah. was about it. Dude, that's nuts. Yeah. I started comedy because I was bored. <laughs> I was just bored of my apartment. I want to feel bad, so let me, like... <laughs> Dude, that's, that's crazy. You're like, I'm bored, so I want to feel bad on purpose. Well, no, no, no. So it wasn't that. So I was like, I'd always wanted to try it. It was always something off my bucket list. So I was like, okay. Yeah, and then I go. I bomb, of course. Like in front of like four, four or five people, and then like you only hear that one person that goes, "Ha, ha, ha, ha." Yeah, yeah. yeah so. So where was the first place that you did an open mic? Right with? up the street, literally like a block from here. It, Rich Gary used to run it. Okay. Uh, it was like a, it was called Epic Cafe at the time. Now it's like some Maggie's like little place. Like. Gotcha, gotcha. But nah, dude, like, dude, it, it's cool. It, it's, it's, Tucson comedy is cool out here. I'm not going to lie. Like, there's some dope people here. That, I, like, that, that, I was, so, like, when I first started doing comedy here in mm-hmm. Tucson, I'm like, damn, like, I was really missing back home. I was yeah. missing being in New York and being surrounded by, like, all these cool-ass people that are all trying to, like, really make it in the city. Yeah. And when I came out here and I went to my first open mic, I'm like, wow, like, just how everyone came up after, and I was telling them, like, yeah, I just moved out here from PA, whatever, like, I, I did comedy in New York, everyone just starting to be like, hey, this is where the mics are at, like, they gave me, like, it was crazy just the love that everyone was giving from that that first interaction, you know? Oh, yeah. So it, it, it was, it's dope, man. Yeah. It's dope. Dude, like, we will literally send you, like, a Facebook link, and it'll literally be, like, of every open mic that's in town. And I got the lamp. I was like, dude, fucking let's go. Yeah, and that's like, what's up. I feel like that will never happen out in New York. They were no, like, yo, figure it out, bro. There's this website. Go figure it out, man. Yeah. It's too much. Even in Pennsylvania, though, too, I feel like it's very, like, the comedy out there, bro, is very white. It's very white, bro. Like, it's, I'm not even gonna lie, bro. Like, there was this one mic that, it was crazy. It was hosted by a Mexican dude. Really? Towards Phoenix, or um, not Phoenix. The place was called Phoenixville. That's uh-huh. close to Philadelphia. But everybody, bro, there would be like 50 comics. 49 of those would just be white dudes talking about fucking their cousin. Uh. Just the same, like, and not even funny, though. That was what made it worse was that they weren't, they were just being cut and dry with it. If it was 50 white dudes in New York talking about fucking their cousin, they're all going to say some unique funny shit. Mm-hmm. But there it was like, they were just... Ah, just like, so I fucked my cousin the other day. Yeah, no, and like, just it was just... I, it just felt a little weird. Like, even, like, I would try to kind of talk to some comics, but those were... The ones that I would get along with were ones that weren't from that scene. They were also coming yeah, in just, to like just check it out and shit. Yeah, so it was like a Cody Stuckey type comedy, just, no, but just bland. Yeah, but bland. But yeah, bland. Yeah, yeah, like Cody Stewie, that's like what you would see going in New York. Yeah. Like that's what, Co- what you would see, but PA, bro? So so Cody, 
if you're listening, you have uh, the season. That night at Cabo, I gave uh, I gave uh, I gave him the uh, the the Guala pass. <laughs> <laughs> so because Connor went on stage and he was like, "Yo, I noticed all the white people are here and the Hispanics are on the other side." And Cody was the only white dude, and he was like, "Yeah, fuck you, white guy." And I was like, "Cody, I give you the fucking Guala pass, bro. Whenever you want, call me a spick. I don't care, bro." <laughs> I'm some, that's something that Manny would say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nah. But dude, that's fucking nuts, man. Like to make that trip, like fucking, that's insane. Dude, without knowing anybody, like I, I knew some, I know some dickhead that lives in in Phoenix. Yeah. But like, other than that, my girl don't know nobody. I don't know anybody. And on top of that, I came out here with no job. Oh. My girl was the only one that had a job. So she was the one paying for the Airbnbs. Like, I would DoorDash to make money yeah. for food. Mm-hmm. But that was it. She was the one making the plans and stuff like that. Like, I, I, it was crazy, man. Looking Bro, back at it, I'm like, damn. You have a good woman there. You, I know, you have. I know. Dude, but I just have to ask, how fucking old are you? I'm 23. You were talking earlier like you were older than me. <laughs> like you, were, you were saying shit and I was just like, bro, how old is he? <laughs> this is some shit that like, he's got to be 28. <laughs> Damn, man. Yeah. How old are you? 23? Uh, no, no, no. I turned 25. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I turned 25 on MLK Day. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so we're not that much apart, really. Yeah. But I was just like, shit, man. Like, Nah, I feel like I had to grow up a little bit younger. It's because, oh, yeah. like, my, I was raised by just my mom. Mm-hmm. So, like, my mom would always tell me that, but I would never actually realize it until, like, some moments where, like, I would talk to people or, like, I'd be in situations where I'm, like, I think of something. They'd be like, yo, that that's really mature to think of. Or, like, so, like, yeah, I, I, I attribute it to that because I, I got raised by a single mom. I had oh, yeah. to fucking grow up, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, we all, like... I don't know. I grew up with mainly a single mom. Like my mom, like remarried afterwards and all that. But like, and so I know where you're coming from with that. Like that's like you're when you're forced to grow up early, shit, man. Yeah, and it's weird because I'm at least for me, I never thought about it because I guess from a young age, for some reason, I was just always like, all right, I know my mom and dad aren't really like that cool and stuff. So like, I'm gonna have to pick up the slack. Like I can't just be a kid and be. Want, like asking for toys and all this shit and being an annoying kid I gotta mature and be like I'm not gonna ask for nothing I'm not doing whatever you say that's if what I'm if you wanna give me stuff then that's cool but exactly. like I ain't asking for nothing exactly damn but man dude like do you because you have the because like do you ever like like just wanna be a kid sometimes or like ever like just like bro every you're, you're day, a comic man like you have every to. day bro <laughs> every fucking I, I wish I wish I was a little kid with big, big kid toys. You know what I mean? Like I wanna, I wanna have big kid, big kid shit, but be a little kid where I don't have to pay for it. I don't yeah. have the responsibilities. I could just go ride ATVs and mm-hmm. fucking do crazy shit without having the responsibility. So, no, yeah, definitely, bro. This adult shit fucking oh, sucks, dude. bro. Nah, I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, it, it sucks. Don't get me wrong, but like. No, you just gotta make it fun, honestly. Like, when you're... 
like I don't know because like I I'm someone that's like I, I got into some shit like early like with like a relationship and like I had to learn to like kind of grow up early but yeah, like yeah. at the same time like I learned that I can enjoy like the the small things that like can make it seem like it's I don't know if that makes sense because I'm yeah, like, yeah, mind, yeah. like yeah no yeah I feel that because I'm I'm really big on I don't really like going places I don't really like doing stuff but like I remember little moments or like mm. little things that like to anybody else they'd be like man like why do you why, why does that make you happy but to me it makes me happy because I, I, I'm not to go back on it but like because I had to grow up early I was like okay I'm not gonna be able to do normal little kid shit that other kids grow up and they have those memories and they just whatever so I'm like okay so I have to collect little moments where I'm like wow like this day I felt really good because I don't know my mom took me out to eat and watch a movie with my sister or some mm-hmm. shit like that you know what I mean but yeah. no I definitely do I, I, I'm big on small moments you know like remembering the small things that rather than I don't know these big events yeah like oh you remember when we went to this concert like Nah, do you remember when we just like went out to like Walmart and just like chilled in the parking lot yeah, before like <laughs> we raced each other in the the carts exactly and you like you bust your head open yeah no yeah yeah remember going camping and like you jumped off the cart and like fell and like just screamed yourself <laughs> like yeah dumbass like you got uh, poison ivy on your oh, yeah. your dick <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing with poison ivy that it's on the... sure. but no man it's always like the little shit like that that. Like, when you look back on it and, like, you tell your kids one day, it's just like, oh, yeah, like, that was, that was cool. Yeah. But dude, like, what was, like, what was your major, like, when in college? Like, you're, like, a... You like could a, probably guess it, bro. I know, I, I, I know. You've said it on stage. It's, like, what, like, the uh, exercise bodybuilding, right? Or, like, the basic, exercise. Uh, so, like, basically, yeah, so, I guess just... Un, like actually understanding how you can grow your muscles, how you can get stronger, how you can lose weight, how you can set up training for an athlete or a regular person or someone just had a heart attack and they're out the hospital, but they have to do um, exercises or whatever. Mm-hmm. Basically, all the the boring scientific bullshit that no one else wants to learn because it's too much. That's what what my major is. So you were an athlete in high school, but. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's weird because I was a boxer. No so like way. I, I never li- yeah, man. I was a boxer from when I, I started boxing at seven, and I had my last fight at 17. And then that's when I went off to college, and I transitioned more into lifting weights and stuff like that, and I, I got into competing like in powerlifting. But I was a boxer, so I, I was always just running, doing conditioning and stuff in high school. Dude, what weight class were you in? Dude, I'm gonna pull up a picture right now. <laughs> like I have that. I was. I fought my whole career 132 from when I was 14. No, what? no, fuck. Yeah, I was 132 pounds. My last fight was at 140, but it wasn't much of a difference. Yeah, dude, I was. You uh, just ate more of that training camp. Like you were just like. Yeah, yeah, I just, I, I didn't really have to make weight. Yeah. I didn't really have to work. Like, I did lose a little bit of weight, but it was super easy to, um... Mm-hmm. Dude, like, my brother boxed from probably, like, for, like, seven years, or like, eight years from when he was, like, ten to, like, eighteen. He never had a fight, though, because of how light he was. Like, that he happens was, sometimes. He was, like, one of those kids that, like, by the age of sixteen, he was still, like, 93 pounds. Damn. So, like... 
He was small, but he was just like, like he was like a little pit bull, and I was just like, God. <laughs> so this was from my first fight when I was oh. thirteen or fourteen. Dang, you were. Yo, but I, I got a I got a lot skinnier than that. Uh, Damn, that is nuts. Yeah, I got a lot skinnier. So that was oh. my my only national championship that I won. Damn. And in that fight. I had broken my thumb in the first round right here. I had oh. I got a picture with Holyfield because it was in Georgia. If you see oh. that's purple. I broke my thumb in the first round, bro. And still beat his ass? Still beat his ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. okay, so now I know, like, if any, like, crackhead decides to uh, run up on me at no. an open mic. <laughs> Everybody's golden. That's what they got to know right now is if anything pops off and there's no weapons involved, you're all good. Like, yeah, yeah you, you guys are all good. Yeah, there's two people I gotta hang around. Clint and you. Got it. <laughs> but yeah, bro, I was skinny. So, like, it's... I was an athlete, but I wasn't really, like, what you would think the type of sport I'm in based on how I look now. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, like, you... What are you, like, two... Nah, like, 180 right now? Nah, I'm like... 205 ish. Damn, I should have guessed that. Uh, I was literally about to guess 200. <laughs> I, like, I don't know why people double guess it. They were like, oh, so, you're like 180, maybe. No, so, you know what it is for me? Like, I don't want to offend people off of my first guess. <laughs> so, that's why I'll be like, oh, you're too. Wait a second. Hold on. I know how bodybuilding. Like, I know how some people are with nah, that. So, it's I, just like, I think that's more for females, probably. Not all of them, but. I feel like with guys we want to be heavier because we associate a hev- like a heavier number for like a bigger dude like people yeah. are gonna fuck with me type shit. I, I was surprised when you said two. I'm like, all right. One eighty. I'm like, ah, there it is. There it is, bro. Everybody says one eighty. <laughs> no, nah, my initial guess would have been two hundred, just straight. Yeah, I'm like two o five ish. I mean, I have I've been up. Before I came, moved out here, I was like 210, 215, because I was actually eating good now that I'm over here, and, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a comic. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little lower. <laughs> well, so that, too, like, when I was out in Phoenix and shit like that, I was like 315 at one point in time. Really? Yeah. And then, like, I literally went to the club four days out of the week for, like, the whole summer and lost, like, 40 pounds. Damn. Yeah. So, like, me and, like, health-wise, don't get along. (laughs) Like, I try to find healthy ways of losing weight, but it's always like, oh, I'll just end up, like, smoking a whole bunch of weed, not eating, starving myself and doing that. So, like, um, I'm going to need to hit you up after the the podcast. (laughs) I'm going to have to have you put me on, like, a a program. Yo, I'm down, man. I'm down. That's actually one of the reasons why... I went to school for that major was because when I was boxing, I, I never really used to lift weights. And I would always say, I'm not explosive because just naturally I'm not, whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was because I was doing stuff wrong. And that's why, you know, I basically searched for the right answers. So that's that's kind of like really what drew me into that, going into that major. Not because I wanted to do it forever, but I'm like, if I'm going to do a job while I'm doing this you shit. Might as well enjoy it. I, yeah, might as well enjoy this shit. So, like, I'm like, I'm, I was an athlete. I want to know some shit to make athletes be better so I, they don't make the same bad mistakes as me. Mm-hmm. Let's do that then. So, like, like what was, like, okay, so 
usually like with people with like your degrees and that's just like coming from friends that have it like they end up wanting to be like coaches or something like that in that range like so if comedy doesn't work out right i'm saying if not you know would you want to be like a boxing coach or like something like that or like have like a be like a striking coach for like an mma guy it all sounds fun But, but gonna be yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's like in my mind to be honest, bro. Like, there's no, there's no not making it or if I don't oh, yeah, make yeah. it. So it's like, it's kind of hard to say because that's if, the if, right answer. If it's not comedy, then I would, I would say acting because that's what I, what was my like Ooh. real first love was acting. Really? Yeah, I've always, but comedy acting, like I don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. want to be like in no Rome, no, like Rome shit. Like, no, yeah. yeah, that that was my first love was acting, bro. And like it was, it would always conflict with boxing because mm-hmm. I would try to do plays at my high school, yeah, because I wanted to act and get that experience. And um, but then you, but then that. I'd have a tournament, mm-hmm. you know. And crazy enough, bro, I just thought about it. I almost got picked up. So like. Obviously, in that industry, it's all about money. So, like, even if you get a manager to represent you, you got to pay him for it. Yeah. But I remember at, um, I was, like, 16. My mom was driving me to the boxing gym. We were hearing a commercial or a radio ad for, like, this audition for uh, Disney and Nickelodeon and shit. Yeah. And I went, bro, out of just fuck it. Yeah. Because why not? And they actually wanted to represent me, bro. Yeah. But because it was mad money. Well, I didn't get to, but it, like it would always conflict with boxing, like it, it, those two. And then it wasn't until I got older where I'm like, you know what? I don't just want to do movies or shows. I want to do something that I can also feel that feedback right away from the people. Mm-hmm. You know, because like if you do a show, it comes out two years later. The people are like, wow, I really loved you in that show, and it's like, all right, like yeah. cool. But if you do stand up, you're getting you, that. Yeah, you're getting that immediate feedback, feedback exactly. where it's like, boom, I get that feedback right now. Yeah. And, like, I actually get to be in front of people and, and show them what I can do rather than, than just see it on the screen, you know? Dude, that, bro, good fucking answer. That is the answer I wanted to hear. <laughs> but, yeah, it's, yeah, that stuff, like, it's cool. Like, obviously, that's why I went to college for because I'm like, okay, you know, I, I at least enjoy this, yeah. you know, these jobs in this field. One, I have a master's degree, bro, and I get rejected from just regular gyms for personal trainer jobs. What the fuck? Bro, I've, I've trained Division One athletes of all types, professional boxers, professional baseball players, everyone in between, all that experience, and I can't even get a personal trainer job, bro. You can't even get a job at LA Fitness? No. What the fuck? Y'all slacking on this man. like, Bro, like, that's, that's, so, like, that's why I think of it, like, I could fail in that. Why not just actually try to do something that, that I want to yeah, do for exactly. real, you know? So, I don't, like, yeah, it'd be cool to have those jobs. Would I say no to it? No. Like, I would take it for sure, but it's hard to really say. Like, if it wasn't comedy in general or act, I would say still I would be, like, on Food Network Some, or some, some type shit, of bro. entertainer. Yeah, some type, yeah. Because yeah. I see you have, I, I, I viewed a little bit of your YouTube channel. Yeah. That little link that's in your Instagram bio. Yeah, I see those yeah. little cooking videos that you do. Yeah, my 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 YouTube has more fitness stuff because that's how mm-hmm. like when I started it was like showing my training and stuff. I do have some clips on my YouTube, but everything's on my yeah. on my Instagram. But yeah, I would say some type of entertainment. 
but I, I, I would and I'm not saying it can't happen in this lifetime but I would love to be on a Food Network or some shit too bro Dude. just cracking jokes and just you know what my goal is to be the host of Family Feud one day dead ass being so real like I'm gonna be the person to take Steve Harvey's job that's what's up man cause just like the way that you can interact with people like that and being like a stand-up comic too like bro that would be the goal like that I'd be set right there dude that's you you would be set you would have that Steve Harvey money then too man no it's not even about the money honestly I like they could pay me the minimum and I would just be like yes like absolutely like it's not that I love the show that much but it's just like I love the type of atmosphere that it would bring yeah yeah not just the competition atmosphere but like it's a light joking around you can make jokes you can have fun you know and, and you can you know just compete too word so now that's that that it's almost like a like when you play Kahoot in high school or some shit. Exactly. It's like you're being mad competitive with all your classmates and your friends, but you're still having fun because you're playing a game. Mm-hmm. You know? No, yeah, that's a dope ass dude. Fucking go for it, man. Yeah. Just Steve Harvey. Let me talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I doubt you're listening. Steve's the man, bro. Steve's the man, bro. He ain't gonna live forever though. So. English. And you're young, so. Yeah, fuck it, why not? Fuck it, bro. Dude, but that's that's fucking nuts, man. Like to to have a master's, like that's. I mean, it wasn't even uh, like honestly, my my uh, major is probably the easiest major to have a master's in. Bro. Are you serious? If you're actually interested in fitness and stuff like yeah. that, then yeah, because you're like, wow, like. I know this stuff, but, like, now I know the actual science behind it. So, like, you just kind of geek out on that shit. So, like, it was the... Like, I did a, a three-year accelerated bachelor's. So, all I had to do was take uh, two or three um, electives over the summer. Uh-huh. And then one or two during the winter. Most times it was just two in the summer, one in the winter. So, it, were, it were, wasn't really, like, that crazy. Yeah. There was one semester where I took, like, 19 credits. I was taking, like, nine classes. But all the information was the same. Yeah. It was all the same. And then the master's was just one year accelerated where it went from July to July. That shit was easy, too. Like, they're, like they curved the fuck out of stuff, bro. So, like, it, it's super easy to, like... I mean, I actually tried and I studied, but yeah. it was because I enjoyed that type of stuff. You know what I mean? I geek out on that shit. So, it wasn't really that hard, you know? Yeah. So that, like, that's the thing. You always have to find something in college that you're, like, passionate about. God, like, like what happened with me, I was the big journalism guy. Big, like, I'm an associate's in journalism, went to U of A, and then lost the love for it. Did it. So, like, at least you had it to where, like, yo, like, I'm going to ride this out. Like, I actually enjoy doing this. Yeah, and it's, like... Honestly, I was kind of selfish with it because I always knew that I wanted to go to college for that, but it was for my benefit. So, so question though, because you you went to college, um, you went to college in New York. Oh, uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. But it was like an hour and twenty minutes from New York, so it was pretty close. See, so let me ask, like, you didn't ever think of going to school to be like an actor, like to go I to like, did, but. Or at least, like, have that as, like, a minor type, like... That, yeah, so I actually chose... So I had two options for college. That school in the Pocono area in Pennsylvania mm-hmm. or Florida. And my whole life, I always wanted to go to Florida. 
But then my mom fucking basically pressured from my mom. She's like, look, you could finish in four years with a master, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, you know what? I am also close to New York and I got my own car. Mm-hmm. And that was a problem growing up. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to this school instead because then I can go to New York and I'm probably going to minor in acting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But then my mom one day, she was like, well, if you minor in acting, that's if you like people minor in that if they want to teach it and you don't want to teach it. So why take it? So I was like, mm, that kind of makes yeah. sense because I, I don't want to teach acting. I just yeah. want to act. I want to do, you know, get better at it. So I thought about it. And then I had looked into schools in New York where they do like acting classes and shit. But that's something that you don't even like thinking like like just backtracking like that's something you don't even need to do like look like there's acting classes here in Tucson that you can take yeah and like I feel like with a lot of this stuff to be honest I do feel that with the classes I don't think you can make somebody into I, I guess in the example either if it's comedy or actors you can't make them a comedian or an actor you can teach them mm-hmm. but then you can also just kind of make it click for them but they already they already yeah. have it they have it already it's just that you're gonna say something that makes they're kind of like struggling to like oh fuck bro like i want to do this shit and i got all these ideas but i don't know how to actually do it or how to say it or show it and then that one person just says the right thing and then it clicks for you and now all that stuff that you you just have you're able to actually use it you know what i mean so mm-hmm. i feel like yeah and you don't really need it like the acting classes or comedy classes like it's cool you can learn that stuff on youtube the the basics and all that stuff but i feel like in one in a lot of it a lot of it is just you have it or you don't and then you basically just learn how to use what you have mm-hmm. yeah i like that shit i like that you learn how yeah, to use yeah. what you have and then boom you know but I, I have thought in the past because i'm like you know what i could always get better or whatever but so where did like where did that come from like wanting to be like an actor like it was always put in my head like from a little kid my mom and my aunt my family members they'd always be like oh you're gonna be in a novella or something one day you're gonna be doing this and it shows and I don't I never knew why I still don't know why to this day why they would say they would always say like you you have that look you you just got that look I, I don't know what the fuck that means but I've they're saying you're a handsome man, sir. Dude, but I've seen some ugly ass actors, you know, and actresses mm-hmm. where like it doesn't really matter. But it was kind of instilled and then also a big part of it was um I loved movies growing up, bro. And being like with a single mom, whatever, that was the the only time after a movie I would think about that movie nonstop for like a week and I would forget about whatever about mm-hmm. being like damn my dad doesn't fucking come visit me and shit like that like I that that was a big reason as to why I wanted to be an actor too was because I wanted to make people who felt like me the same way I felt after watching a movie or like a really good show so like that really drove me to want to be an entertainer of whatever of, of some type like yeah Dude, I've never gotten along with somebody over a phone. <laughs> what you're saying is just like, man, like, I'm not going to say it like that, but yeah, man. <laughs> it's the weed, too, bro. I, I took a couple puffs in the car. That should be making me. Mm-hmm. 
things straight, man. That's that's honestly one of the things I love about weed is that I go the 90% of the day just thoughts just fucking flying, bro, flying. And once I smoke, it's like my brain's or the weed says 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 to my brain cells like, all right, calm down, one at a time. Let's hear it. Yeah. Like I can actually fucking think straight, bro. Dude, just don't overdo it. Like, oh man. <laughs> No, like, seriously, ask basically any comedian. <laughs> I, I'd, I would smoke, like, four blunts or something like that and just go on stage and be like, Dude, oh. bro, that, that's why I had that bit. I don't know if you've ever heard it. Uh, the first day that I got to Tucson, I went to a dispensary because they don't have that back, back in back, PA. Yeah. It's, it's not legal. So we went, and we get a, the, a pre-roll, and it's... I don't fucking... It's like 20-something percent THC. Yeah. And back in PA, I was smoking oregano that I was getting from, like, my, my girl's sister. Like, yeah. that shit was nothing. So then I smoke half of it, like, nothing. And it creeps up on me in the shower. And as I'm getting out the shower, I really passed out, and I hit the floor, bro. Oh, and my no. girl fucking freaks out. And, like, I felt like my head was, like, sore. And I was, like... I put two and two together because I'm laying on the floor. I'm naked. I'm, like... I fucking passed out, bro. <laughs> and I started dying, bro. <laughs> Yo, and my girl's like, why the fuck are you laughing? Like, that's not funny. Blah, blah, blah. And, like, like I had boxed for 10 years and fought. And Nothing I've funny. never been knocked out. Never oh. buzzed. So, like, that to me was like, yo, I really got knocked out by a fucking plant, bro. <laughs> I felt like such welcome, a bitch, bro. bro. Welcome to Arizona, dude. Like, that... Just like some of the dispensaries here, like for my birthday, we had a, I had literally had like a THC lineup. So I had like a nine, started out with like a 19, then ended up at a 21. And then finally we had had like a 30 percenter just like, just in the lineup, just waiting there. So, damn. Oh dude, you can find some good shit out here for decently priced. Dude, like, yeah, I got some good shit, and that was another thing I said to my girl when I when I woke up. I was like, Arizona got some good shit, man. Because mm-hmm. like, we get the what happens is is that like the growers out here, they come from like Cali or Colorado and stuff like that. So like that's smart. They, they know how to fucking grow. There's some good shit. That the the only thing I I don't really smoke before getting on stage. I might take a couple puffs to kind of mellow myself out, mm-hmm. but other than that. I won't, man, because, like, I've had in the past, <laughs> I fucking blacked out on stage once, man. And, like, it was for a showcase in New York. Oh. I fucking blacked out, bro. And I was yeah. like, I, I got to chill with the weed. Like, I was, I didn't smoke that day, nothing. But I'm like, dude, the weed is fucking killing my, my short-term memory or some shit, bro. So I was, I, from that day, I mean, I had already never smoked before getting on stage, but I, I vowed from that day, I'm not going to get super high before getting on stage, bro. Dude, good for you, man. <laughs> That's what I need to do. Bro, I blacked out for 30 seconds. I just stood there with the mic in my hand like a dumbass. Oh, man. Yo. Dude, have you ever, have you ever, are, are you a psychedelics person? I've never tried, but I want to try, bro. Dude, um. After the podcast, I will let you know who to hit up in the yeah. comedy scene because uh, they got good shit. Like, I hit these people up um, for Dusk, for the rave that, that comes out here, like, every, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, November. Um, and, dude, I was fucking tripping balls. See, that, I don't want to take them to get to that point. I want to, like, microdose them. 
Oh, you know what I mean? So, like, I, I kind of want to... I don't really want to experience that type of shit, bro. Like, Dude. seeing eyeballs and oh, all this no. crazy so, shit. So, that's the thing. Like, that is a huge... Like, because I'm somebody that has done psychedelics, like, not frequently, but, like, enough to where, like, I can, like, speak yeah, yeah, yeah. about it. So, like, it doesn't... Act, like, depending on how much you take... That's how it'll hit you like that. Right, right. If you if you take like a single tab of acid, probably not gonna see like eyeballs and you see all like that, that shit. movement. And you'll shit see like yeah, that. you'll see like movement. You'll see bright like colors. Like everything will slow down. Like you move your hand like this, you'll be able to see like the actual like, like yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So like that's what you would see. Now if you take like three four you know then you're gonna see shit, some shit. Then you're gonna see some shit like. <laughs> Well, if you take, like, one to two, though, like, you're not, you know, you're there, and it really all depends on who you're with, to be honest. Like, you don't want to, like, for your first time doing it, you don't want to be by yourself. Right. I would have to do it with somebody who has done it, because if I did it with my girl, she freaks the fuck out, bro. Oh, yeah, no, like, no, no, you don't. So, yeah, like, I wouldn't want to deal with that. So I would have to do it with somebody that's done it. I, I'll say I probably want to do it to that extent maybe once in my life just to kind of experience it. Mm -hmm. But I, I kind of low-key just want to microdose them. Oh, dude, like, it, I've never microdosed, but that's something that I've wanted to do, too. It's it just, like, like there's so many, I don't know, like, it seems like there's so much benefits to it. And, like, there's so many people that talk about it. It's like... Well, shit. I mean, they were talking about weed like this before it was starting to become legal. And now that you do and you realize it, it's like, wow, like this shit is actually is dope. So, like, that's one of those things where I'm like, I kind of want to try that too, you know? Yeah. If I, What I will tell you is, do, like, here's, like, a do not do. Like, for it, one, watch, like, um, like the old movies, like, back in the day. Some of them, like, Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Don't do it. <laughs> do not do it. That's the one where it's like cartoons and mm -hmm. normal people. <laughs> yep. Ask Connor. Ask Connor about that one. There's a lot of racial undertones in that movie, so like, don't. <laughs> um, don't do anything dumb to like. That, you that's can, the hard thing. Yeah. Um, but don't drive. Oh no! Nah, don't yeah, do that's, that. That's a no for sure. No, don't, like, operate anything. Not even, like, little, like, uh, if you see, like, those bird scooters around town and shit like that. Yeah, like, yeah. if you fuck up, like, that's technically, I believe it's a DUI, technically. Yeah, yeah. So, like, just stay inside, drink OJ, or, like, or, like any type of citrus, because it'll make it not hit harder, but, like, it'll, like, enhance it to where, like, gotcha. you're, you're getting more of a, like, the experience out of it. Gotcha, gotcha. No, yeah, I'm going to try it. I'd say in a couple years. I don't want to give it some time. I want to, you know, make give my myself a reason to take it. You know what I mean? Be like, all right, I work hard for this shit. Let's try this shit out, bro. Let's, <laughs> let's see some fucking flying eyeballs in this bitch. Oh, man. Those are those are always the fun ones. And it's always like trip-sitting, too. You always get some good stories out of it. Like, you always do. It's like the stories that I have, like, we... Like, I threw a party here one time, and we had somebody drive through the door, like, in a Razor ass? scooter, yeah. <laughs> like, 
and like literally it's like in a, from a three minute standpoint because I'm was one of those people that like when I do psychedelics I at least want to know like what time it is at one point you know because I'd be like alright well like that's but, like some you shit you watch you on Netflix no bro he, he there's a scene there's a part where he basically blacks out but he's like taking he's like trying to remember the time uh huh so that just reminds me yeah. oh yeah so like I literally check my phone and it's like alright it's like 11.56, right? Everything's, like, calm, cool. I go to the bathroom, come back, and it's midnight, and somebody's literally, like, a whole line of people are like, go, go, you got it, you got it. And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And somebody's trying to drive the scooters and one of the neighbors. And I had to threaten him. I was like, dude, I'm going to put you in your bed. Like, I was so hot. Like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to tuck you in. I'm going to put you in bed. <laughs> I had to threaten him a little bit. I mean, I'm gonna put him in bed. Yeah, literally, that was like the threat wow, that I had. Because I couldn't beat his ass. Like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I was playing it in my head. I was like, should I? Like, no, I can't beat it. Like, I, I like, there's no. He's knocking me out. So like, I'm. He lived in the apartment like literally like two doors down from here, so he didn't live that far. So I was like, Yeah, I'm pretty sure like I'm gonna carry him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, the same guy though ended up like running into like on those scooters, right? He ended up like hitting actually somebody's car and denting it in the parking lot and the bitch didn't know who it was for like the entire time until she moved out. <laughs> he got saved by that one. Oh, okay. he got saved by that one. That's crazy, dude. I, I don't have a crazy story like that of somebody driving into my. So you like my door? Nah, dude. There, there's some like this apartment has been like, I don't know, man. Like this here has a lot of fucking wild fucking shit. There used to be an or there was almost an orgy that happened in that room. <laughs> Like, dead ass. Like, I, I walked in and I was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> We're leaving. <laughs> no, but, like, you don't have, like, any, like, you weren't, like, a partier in college or anything like that? Like, you didn't, like, go to, like, college parties at all in Pennsylvania? Bro, like. No bonfires? I've always been, like, I've been to a few, but I think, I not really, I didn't go out until, like, my master's. So, like, my first three years, I've. I, like you were like I was close. just oh, yeah I was always just like a very focused person so like even going into college I'm like man I don't care about I went to parties but I, I didn't drink bro I went to two parties my first semester of college with my roommates and I would look around everybody had a red solo cup and I was the only dickhead with no cup bro yeah. like I would not drink and I was just always very focused but I that's one of my problems is that I kind of I basically don't enjoy stuff to the point where I just explode eventually. You right? have, like I'm like so, so you have that tunnel vision where you're just like, oh, I got to do this, this, yeah, and this. Yeah, I'm like gym, this. class, and hang out. Gym, with my class, like work, like you know. Yeah, like I wasn't a big partier. I'm still not really a big partier, but really what I would do, I would just go out to the bars and I would fucking fuck around basically, bro. I mean, like, I guess from that, I peed on my friend's head. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, alright, tell me this. All right, so this, this is really the only craziest thing, like, of going out. Fucking. So, it, we were going out for my friend, one of my friend's birthday, 
and his girl had come, my girl came, and one of our other friends, and he was acting a fool, bro. He was a white kid, could not handle his alcohol. He would like, we'd be in a bar, and he'd just get up and leave, and then we'd go outside and be looking for this motherfucker for like 40 oh, minutes, bro. Oh, he was one of those people. Yeah, so like he would come back and then disappear, and then the one, he's he comes back with a cup of water, and his girl's like, where the fuck have you been? Now, and I'm like, just like trying to think of signs so that we don't have to go back home, because mm-hmm. her and my girl are being dickheads, like we're trying to get lit. And um, fucking, he, he's just drinking water. I'm like, look, 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 it's just water. It's just a cup of water, whatever. And then from there, he's like, yo, I got to, I got to, I don't feel good. So he goes over to the side of a building, and he's just puking. He's just puking, puking, bent over, puking. And our other friend, bro, he's like 4'11". He starts peeing right next to my friend's head uh, on the wall. And I'm like, yo, I hear something, like a leaking, like a like a faucet. So I'm like, I kind of got to pee too. Yeah. And I just stood by the, the other side of my friend and we were both just <laughs> peeing in his face while he's throwing up. Oh, <laughs> no. So that 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 would be like the craziest thing. Other is just normal shit, you know, dancing with everybody. Did your everybody. friend try to fight you afterwards? No, like, he, was, he was blackout drunk. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Oh, so you just didn't tell him afterwards? Oh, we told him. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you want to see yeah. the video? He was my roommate at the time. We, I oh, told him okay. the next morning. I was like, yo, how's my piss taste, bro? <laughs> he didn't remember, and I told him like, yo, I. I heard our other friend peeing, and I was like, yo, I got to pee, too. And for some reason, I, I also just did it next to your head. <laughs> so like, hey, man, you're the, he's the one that technically tapped out. Man. He was, like, I mean, he deserved it because he fucked up our night. Because yeah. after that, we all went home uh, because he was fucking around. Like, he couldn't handle himself. He was mm-hmm. disappearing. And we were just trying to have a good time. And so he deserved it low-key. He deserved to get me and my friends piss in his face, you know? <laughs> Dude, that's fucking nuts, though. To piss in somebody's face. Yeah, it's, that's pretty disrespectful, bro. Like, I would have been pissed if I, they did that to me. Yeah. But in the moment, I'm like, this dude's fucking up our night. Our girls are mad. Like, he's disappearing. Like, we're just trying to have a good time. He's puking. And in the moment, I'm also borderline blackout drunk. Oh, yeah. I just hear pee. So I'm like, yo, I got to pee, too. And I just start peeing. And I'm like, you know what? I see him peeing towards his head, so he hasn't said nothing. He's just throwing up, so I guess this is a good spot. And I just... Oh, yeah, fuck it, man. Shit. Just let it rip. Just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Dude, but uh, do you got any shows coming up or anything like that? Yeah, like- I'm doing, I guess, my second show um, okay. in Tucson. I have, I'm have. i doing a show at the screening room on Valentine's Day, so February 14th. Uh, tickets are $5 if you purchase them through me. Uh, 10 at the door. Did Chris tell you this? No, it's uh, Jackson. Oh, okay. Jackson, he's putting on a show, so he... Um, Actually, the same day you asked me to be on your podcast, he was like, yo, bro, I'm going to be on the show. So I'm going to do that show on February 14th. Other than that, that's the... What's the show called? Do you know? Like, is it... See, I don't think it has a name, to be honest. No, because that... That's what a lot of people do, though. Like, uh, Jesus' Chicano show. Chris has... I think he just calls it the show at the screening room. Let me see. I think I got a flyer in my car. I'm about to FaceTime my girl real quick. Felicia answer. But yeah, he, that that's the only thing going. 
They in the center council open up. My girlfriend um, she'd be like, "Why don't you Facetime me during the podcast?" <laughs> open up the center council and and sh- and show me the flyer for the show. Hi, how's it going? Hi. <laughs> I can't hear anything. What? I can't it's, hear anything. Oh, there we go. Over. No, it's it's good now. Yeah, you're good. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Alright, so in the, the center console. In the uh, center console. This is Justin right here. This this is the only, this is the only remnants of a Puerto Rican we got out here, bro. Yep. <laughs> so in the center In the center <laughs> In the center console, there's a flyer there. Could you show me the flyer? She's like fine. <laughs> it's like on the side. Oh, yeah, it's right here. Oh, that's, wow, that's, that's, a, a, that's a legit flyer. I know, that's your So it's just a Valentine's comedy show. All right, you guys heard it here. Go check out uh, Go check out Kelvin Man at this Valentine's Day show at the screening room on February 14th. Bring yeah. your girl. Bring your girl. I'm going to talk a lot of shit about my girl. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure she hung up first. Yeah, I mean, she going to find out. But uh, yeah, bring your girl, bring your, your side piece. I'm gonna be talking a lot of shit about my girl and you and know his other, side piece and my side piece and my wife. They're all gonna be there. Um, it'll be a good time, man. I mean, come out. I, I want all the Puerto Ricans. If any poor, other Puerto Ricans are listening to this shit, to pull up. I need to meet all the other family members I got out here. Wait, dude, I need like a. Anytime that I have a Puerto Rican on now, I gotta like make a Puerto Rican call. Just <laughs> <laughs> Like we need to unite. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I need I need to put up like the uh the Batman the the sign. <laughs> I just put a big thing with Mofongo or something on I'm like, I need y'all motherfuckers right now, son. <laughs> Yeah, but nah, man. Give them your uh, your Instagram too. Oh yeah, my writing. Instagram is uh, Kelvin K E L V I N. That's that. I'm put in the, the that's so long to say, but K E L V I N Kelvin underscore Garcia G A R C I A, and then the number six on TikTok. Uh, I believe it's Kelvin Garcia comedy. And that's really though. I mean, my YouTube. You can just search up Kelvin Garcia. I I don't really post on there. I'm gonna start to post more on there, Dude. but I, I post mainly on. If on Instagram. you do, so if you do like the Instagram Reels, do the YouTube Shorts. They're the same thing. Right, right. So like, if you don't feel like posting like big ass YouTube videos, do the Shorts because it's basically like TikTok and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I want to do some like longer videos and stuff. It's just that. Who's gonna watch them? You know what I mean. So like, I gotta build up the reels and all that shit so that I can get people that wanna mm-hmm. see those longer videos, like the cooking videos okay. and other bullshit. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, dude, thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for, for having me, like, man. I appreciate it. Like, dude, no problem at all, man. Anytime that I thought like, this just stopped when you said, "Oh, dude." Oh, <laughs> she was like, fuck, this stopped recording 50 oh, no, minutes ago. Right? Oh, no, 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 bro. But no, dude, thanks for coming for real, man. Go check out Kelvin at his Valentine's Day show. You can catch him all around Tucson at any open mic, probably. Um, other, you know, do you do all, all of them, right? Yeah, basically all of them. Yeah, dude, so go ahead and catch him. See how funny of a Puerto Rican he is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we'll see you guys next week for sure. Deuce. Deuce.